Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Welcome back to Beyond Your Best Plan. This is Kathleen L, and I'm here with my soul sisters, Catherine and Whitney. And a couple of our soul sisters are out today, Sarah and Claudette, and they will be back next week, hopefully. So we'll miss them, and yet we can still continue with their spirit and alignment with us. Right, welcome we represent our girls, three yeah. of us, the sisters. Exactly, exactly. So this week, we're going to be talking about the wheel of life. And what that means is that there are eight different categories in our life that are significant to everyone. That significance is inclusive of business, career, finances, health, family and friends, romance, personal growth, fun, recreation, and physical environment those eight different categories. And we will talk more about what those categories mean, but everybody has a balance in our life. And, you know, at our last episode, we did talk a little bit about being out of balance or in balance or in flow or not in flow. And when we are significantly out of balance in one of these eight areas, it offsets and it shows that we're life. We're not living our life in flow. We're not living our life in a balanced way. And that doesn't mean like on a scale of one to 10 or zero to 10, that every part of your wheel has to be in alignment of 10. You know, I went through the wheel this morning and I found like, I'm a little out of balance on one or two of these. And, you know, romance, I'm at like a two because I might romance myself, but that's about it. <laughs> oh, you too, Kathleen? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I gave myself a little bit extra to five for that because the romance relationship with myself as well is, is you know, it's, it's there. The self-love is there. <laughs> and that that's where it begins, right? We had a show. It all begins with the relationship with us. <laughs> And that is true. It does all begin with your relationship with yourself. And that's really what the wheel of life is about. And we'll put this in the show notes and it will be on our Facebook page, Beyond Your Best Plan. So be sure to go and like the page and interact with us because we obviously want to engage with you, our listener, so where we're all connected in the best way possible. And we can assist you even when we're not on the podcast. So I'm curious from my soul sisters here on where they feel they're most out of balance in the wheel, because I started to say that when we're out of balance and we're overbalanced, you know, my, my high end is business and career. I spend a lot of my time and developing my business. And yet that makes sense because I'm in the first 
five years of being full-time and developing my business. And you will be a little higher on the scale here in some areas than others. But as you look at the wheel and you fill out the wheel, notice what is working in your life and what is not working. And then you get to decide how much time you're going to reallocate in those areas where it's not working. So I'm curious where, you know, where you feel you're a little under the weather, so to speak, and where that you feel like you're over the top and others from my soul sisters here and what you gather from that. Yeah, well, uh, go ahead, Whitney. I guess I would say, and, and it's interesting because this is consistently a challenge over the course of the last three or so years that I have been paying attention to my life in terms of using this tool, uh, health has consistently been, you know, on the lower side. So I think you mentioned that you score each of these areas from zero to 10. And for me, the point of visualizing this as a will is that if you have things that I wouldn't say so much balance, but that are, what do you want your life to look like? Right. And do you want your life to be like really sort of smooth all around? Or maybe you don't care about one of these areas for whatever reason. Right. And so it's important to take look at your will once you complete it to look at it in the context of what you really want and to not use it as a way to chastise yourself or make yourself feel bad about anything, but to use it simply as a tool for understanding where you are in relation to what you want your life to look like overall. I think overall, I would be if all of my areas, all eight areas were in an eight to nine range, I would say, you know, that would be spectacular, right? That would be spectacular. If the 10, we could do some things to make it to a 10, but sometimes getting it to a 10, well, here's the other thing. You have to decide what a 10 means, right? And for me, I think, and maybe this is a limiting belief that I need to get in touch with. But maybe getting to a 10 in an area would require efforts I'm not willing to expend, but maybe they are. So it's something that each of us has to individually look at. With that said, health has been sort of my real sticking point. I am carrying more pounds than I would like, but apparently not more pounds than I'm willing to stop doing something (laughs) to do something about. (laughs) I'm I'm just being honest about it. We had an encounter with strawberry shortcakes recently. So (laughs) I love how you say that. You know, it is what it is. So but I love health, those kind of encounters. <laughs> but health is one of those things. And health is not just about pounds, right? There are other things. And so, and Kathleen would certainly say this as I am feeling things in different parts of my body, they are probably indicative of some things happening in other areas of the wheel. 
I've been having for the past week or so some real challenges with not in my in my back and it just will not go away for whatever reason. So health seems to be something I getting older, I try not to attribute the things that I feel to being older, right? Because I'm only going to continue to get, I'm not getting younger chronologically anyway. So I'm not willing to just go, oh, I'm old, therefore I'm broke down and going to stay that way. That's not where I'm living and I'm I'm not accepting that. But there are some challenges. We're not going to let you accept that, by the and, way. Well, thank so, you. I appreciate I'm that. I'm glad we got that straight. <laughs> but there are some challenges, right? Knees are a challenge, backs are challenges, you know, and so, but it helps to bring awareness. And I think that's the most important thing that the, the point of the will is for you to See where you are. Think about where you want to be, what it means to be where you think you want to be and giving you an opportunity to have some awareness about how you're going to bridge that gap. Um, My romance is is good. I will not complain about the romance at all. And I think probably the other big challenge is physical environment. And it's more about a vision that I have for my home and my office in particular, and the kinds of things that I want to do in my office, which is to be really creative. And when we bought this house, I imagine certain things would happen in my office. Turns out my office is not large enough for sort of the things that I wanted, which was to have a place where I could paint and not have to be taking paint up and down and cleaning things up. The environment just isn't for that. But if that were not a part of my vision, my physical environment would probably be a nine or a 10. We've got a beautiful house. I've got a pool. I wanted a pool. We got a pool. I I will say this. I was so focused on the pool that I didn't really pay attention to to the other things. And so if you're out there looking for a home, I'm just going to say, pay attention to all the things that you want and not be so single-minded in purpose of one thing that you ignore some of the other things that you might want, which is the point of the will of life, right? So it applied in the home search, it applies in our life. And so don't be so focused on one area of your life that you're neglecting the others because what will happen is that you'll end up with a will that doesn't roll, right? And so you can be off a little bit. You can have fives and sixes, maybe some fours, or you can have nines and tens. But if you have a one, you'll be rolling, rolling, and then you'll go clunk. Rolling, rolling, and then go clunk. And that is an opportunity to dig in, figure out what's going on and what you want to do to address that. I love that, Whitney. You know, you bring up awareness, really. The wheel is about awareness on where you are in your life and what's important to you. And I want to go back to what I had said where my romance was a two. And I'm not kidding. (laughs) (laughs) 
because I haven't been dating for four years and, and that's been intentional. However, my personal development, my personal growth is a 10. And so as I look at the wheel, I have realized that I really invested, you know, my romance was totally out of whack and it wasn't working for me. Uh, in, uh-huh. in the past. It was not working for me. So I consciously chose to spend a lot of time in personal growth. So where my romance could be right up there when I choose to get into the romance. So you will find that you're out of balance in some areas. Maybe it's consciously. So it's not about judging where you're lower on the scale or higher on the scale. It's just about bringing awareness on you know what's in your life, Are you focusing on the things that are important to you? Are you focusing on the things that are of value to you? And are you focusing on your heart's calling as you look at your wheel of life, so to speak? I love Um, it. I love that. Your heart's calling because we are the creators of our life. And I just love this wheel of life so much because it embodies like my belief system, like spiritually and just sort of reality number one in achieving the life of our dreams, whatever that looks like, it's all different for all of us. It's first knowing what we want. It's knowing the outcome that we want to create in our life. And the wheel of life is a great visual of that. And it may even make us, maybe we haven't even considered, you know, different categories of the wheel. So it gets our mind thinking it's a way to just really take a deep dive into you know, where are we currently and where we want to go? And so the where are we currently is really about measuring. And I have a financial background as well. So that embodies this, where we can really measure where we at and where we are at. We've got to know where we are first, where we're starting to get to the next point, whatever that looks like, right? And so this is just like a really beautiful way to to really kind of think deeply and measure where we are and then go create right from there. And for me, the underwater, as we called it, number one is my physical environment, ladies, at this current moment. I mean, I am like my house right now and my different work areas. I mean, there are papers everywhere. I've got piles. I'm right now, I'm getting really close to my bank loan closing for Fit District and I'm working through the closing list and it entails every single expense for the last three years. I've got receipts everywhere. I've got printouts everywhere. I've got spreadsheets. Like my closets are a little overflowing from the last year of being at home. You know, I've got clothes piles in my room. I mean, it is, it's a hot mess. I'm being so real right now. So I gave myself, I was very friendly with myself, giving me a five, what, all right, four and a half, four and a half. But once I get through this closing checklist, I swear it's all going to (laughs) change. I've never been the most naturally organized, tidiest person. And I don't care. I don't need that in my life, but I do need it to be a little bit more in order because it does, when I wake up, it like does it's that little stressful nag a little bit like, come on, get your shit together here. You know, you like, but so that the physical environment, because of it's just a little chaotic right now. And we're going to fix that really, really pops up for me personally, my personal flight, and I've been working with coaches for several years now. And this is a great, a lot of coaches use this as a tool, as a measuring tool 
as they're beginning the relationship, client relationship. And so I've done this several times. And, you know, my initial sort of thought about for me personally is, you know, in all these categories, and Whitney, you were kind of talking about this a little earlier, is like, I never am going to be a 10 because there's always going to be room for growth for me in these categories personally. And I'm cool with that. You know, like, you know, I have, I'm looking at a few eights, personal growth, I'd put it in eight, the high, high value, like top of the list for me to be on that personal growth and development always for the rest of my life. Family and friends, I score that pretty highly as an eight. Oh, and fun and recreation. You know, the fun and recreation, I've always really excelled at that area of my life. <laughs> I would think fun and recreation for you would be like a 20. <laughs> you know, have the whole uh, metaphor of the wheel falling off. I mean, sometimes it was way too heavily weighted in that fun and rec- recreation and the wheel fell off. So, <laughs> but yeah, so family, friends, personal growth, fun and recreation, I'd I'd really put there at the highest part of my wheel and, you know, all the other areas are, are growing as well. So, yeah, Catherine, like you brought up a really good point of a lot of coaches use this as, you know, their starting point for their clients. And I think it's a really good topic to come back to. And I keep using me with romance because it's just so blatant. But if I were looking at this wheel and my romance was two and my finances were two, it's an opportunity to also see your blind spots, things that you're not aware of, the things that you thought was in order. But then as you started to go through the wheel of the eight categories here, it's in your face almost of like, oh, wow, I have a blind spot here. I've been ignoring this. So for me, I've consciously chose to put my romance on the side to where I can really focus on my personal growth. And at times, I could have said that my romance was a blind spot because I just kept repeating the same old patterns over and over again. And there's a pretty big blind spot there. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and it's not about judgment. It's just about becoming aware. I've said that before, but, and it's also about helping you to create consciously, to create your life in a conscious way. It's just a starting point and it ebbs and flows. It's a point in time. You know, we we talk about this often as, as coaches, it's, it's a point in time of your life and each point in time tomorrow could be very different. Someone, I could run into someone in the grocery store and go on a date tomorrow night. Who knows? You know, like you just don't know what might happen for you and how quickly that might change for you. So don't be attached to what it says. Allow it to be an informational tool for you to just be aware of what's occurring in your life. And the second thing I wanted to bring up is values, you know, maybe before you even do the wheel, sit down and write down what's really valid, what's your values, what's really important to you, and then do the wheel or do it vice versa. So when you can, you can connect your values with your, the wheel, and then you can see where you might be a little, um, where a little more focus could benefit you and your values in certain areas of your life. I'm, 
one of the things is that, so we're going to include a copy of the will in the show notes, but you can Google this and get some blank ones. So there's an opportunity. I think your point, Kathleen, is is a very good one about what's important to you. And you may find that the categories on this will are maybe they're not the most important categories to you. And so you could take a blank will and change, swap out the categories and do a will of things that are more important to you or phrased in a way that matters to you. Maybe you're retired in career business is not part of what's going on in your life. So you can substitute that with something else. Else, right. Yeah, maybe it's like um, contribution, right? Or, ex- ex- or, or exactly. Your, or spirituality. Yes. Ex- exactly. Yes. So find the create a will. If this will is not reflective, make some alterations to it, modifications to it, so that it is reflective of the things that are important to you. Well, with that said, I want to challenge you, Kathleen. You said romance is a two, but Based on the, what I'm hearing from you and that you have consciously made a choice to put that aside, it would seem to me that your romance would be a five. It's just sort of, it's, you're not paying attention to it, but you are, unless I miss something, it's not that you are unhappy with things the way they are. They are the way they are at the moment because you've chosen to. And if you were dating and meeting frogs and only mating frogs that I can understand it too. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to challenge you to maybe see it a little differently. Um, no yeah. judgment though. I totally love you bring that, you bring that up Wendy, because I see it just a little differently and it's really, it's how you see your wheel to be. I don't see a two as being negative. I just okay. see it as not existing necessarily right now in my life because I've chosen to do the personal growth. So I don't see, so that's what it comes. Is it a blind spot or is it conscious? So it kind of like, you know, digging a little deeper. So I love that you bring that up because it's really about your own interpretation about absolutely. Your and it's about Absolutely. how you see the numbers. It's not about what I see. And that's what coaches do. You know, we're all coaches in one form or another. And that's what coaches do. You, we sit down, we have the conversation with our clients to say, okay, so you rated this a two. How, you know, give me your thoughts about this too. Without any judgment on it, mm-hmm. just that, but where are you in this two? And why would you rate it a two? And so- the other, the other piece I want to go a little further is like each of these categories could be broken down into its own wheel. Yes. So where, you, so where you could actually go deeper to see how you could actually shift the blind spot if it were a blind spot or how you could enhance your romance. <laughs> because let me just go a little further with the romance. I'm a little bit lower on the fun and recreation. You know, like I'm probably a four to a five on the fun and recreation. And like Catherine, I would have been off over the top (laughs) in the past with the fun and recreation. However, I've consciously, again, chosen business and career and personal development as very significant in my life. So where the, the wheel could be more balanced as I move forward. So there's no judgment when I fill out this wheel for me. There's no judgment in where I am. It's just an informational tool for me to say, 
to bring to, to the forefront where my blind spots are and where I've consciously chosen for those particular categories to be at the level that they are. And lastly, I am pretty hard on myself, Whitney. So I would be, <laughs> I would say that your analysis is probably pretty good. It's probably closer to a five, but you know, I rated it a two. It's your will. It's your life. I'm here for you either way. And so one of the other things I wanted to bring up are some questions. We keep saying that this is a tool. It is an opportunity for awareness. So what are some questions you could be asking yourself once you either before you complete the will in the process of completing it after you've completed it? And so when you look at your will, once you've completed it, what, how does it make you feel? What are you feeling about what you're seeing, right? So Kathleen's not going to have judgment. Catherine's not having judgment. I'm not having judgment. We would implore you not to have judgment about it, but to get curious, to tap into what it is you are feeling about what you're seeing, particularly if it's a rocky will, right? If it is a will that's not relatively smooth, what? how does that make you feel? Do you feel some kind of way about it being out of balance or out of whack or not smooth? Just ask those questions. Did anything surprise you? Go ahead. Some of the other questions you could ask, if it does make me feel badly, what can I do to make a difference? How can I shift this? It's the E plus R formula that Jack Canfield talks about. This has been mentioned amongst us in the past and in the past episodes of like, there's events in your life and, 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 Again, another good point is there are going to be events in your life that's going to throw your wheel off off balance. You are going, the tire's going to blow, it's going to go flying off, and you're going to be way out of balance with your health, with your, your physical environment, your fun, your, like, death in your family, sudden death in your family, you know, a loss of a job is going to throw off your finances. It's going to throw off your base. So as events in your life occur, allow yourself the grace and ease and just become aware and ask those questions. What do I need to do? If I don't like the way my life is right now, the way I'm living my life right now, how can I respond to it differently than I have been? So where I can actually live the life that I want to live. Absolutely. I would ask, are there any surprises? That's what you see, right? Because a lot of what happens for us is that we're just kind of moving through life and not paying attention, really. And so then here's an opportunity to really pay attention, to gain some awareness. And maybe you thought, well, you know, my life is going well. And when you actually sit to assess it, you're like, oh, it's not as good in this area as I thought, or I'm not doing... I'm not achieving in this area as much as I would have thought, not with a value judgment of good or bad, but this isn't quite what I thought it was when I sort of was just kind of moving along. Are there any surprises in it? And again, if there are, you know, there's opportunity to make some changes and to ask yourself what 
what action steps can you take? What small steps can you take in order to bring the will more in alignment with what you visualize your life to be and what you want it to be? I love that you mentioned action steps, Whitney, because like my brain will naturally go to like, oh, this whole list of things to like make it better, right? When reality like Tony Robbins talks about, and this is a term in the coaching world as well, like the three to thrive or the five to thrive. Like there's three action steps you can do consistently in this category to thrive and to excel and to progress. And in some, like for me, like business career, juggling a lot, for me, it's five to thrive consistently. Tony Robbins has a system, it's called the time of your life. And he talks a lot about the wheel and the categories and this three to thrive or five to thrive concept. So three, that's it. Like it's, it's somewhere to start. And it may be like one of them to thrive, like under romance, maybe I'm just kind of putting it over to for natural flow to take place. I'm dropping the dating apps, right? And this may or may not be my personal story. I'm dropping the dating (laughs) apps and I'm going to allow whoever to come into my life to come into my life. That's one, number one. Number two, when an opportunity comes into my life, I'm going to be open to it. I'm going to be open. I'm going to be loving. I'm not going to, you know, be the opposite of shutting down. Right. And I'm going to be, you know, responsive. If there is a situation where I'm interested, I'm not going to just, again, shut it down. So open, responsive, but also like, not like taking all this action with dating apps and stuff like that. So it could be just to slow down in an area and be open and be okay with what's flowing. And so non-action is action. Is action, right? Con- yes, a conscious, yes, a conscious, yes, a conscious choice. Yes. Someone said intentional earlier. I think it may have been Kathleen. Maybe it was Whitney. I don't know. I'm so into this conversation, but uh, <laughs> right now. Well, we but, all are because we're like biting at the bits to get into this. <laughs> yeah, so it's an intentional practice to really look at these deeper, more deep, with more depth in the different categories and be intentional about the action steps. And it's just, it could be as simple as just three. And one of them could even be nothing, no action. Well, in one of your action steps could be, I'm going for a walk in the park today and I'm going to be open to what is around me. My energy is going to be open to attract exactly what is meant to be in my life. Yes. I'm going to accept those Cupid arrows. When I get that smile from a man or a woman and, or, you know, you get hollered at as you're doing your little run, you know, you do a little wave, you take all those in with love. You know, maybe it's just a gratitude practice in an area. And one other thing, Kathleen, I thought about when you were talking a little bit about fun and recreation, some of these categories sort of collide together, you know, like I know like you, Kathleen and Whitney, our personal growth journeys are also fun as F, you know, like we love that, right? My business journey with Fit District, my startup, I'm having a blast at that. So much fun. So, you know, like some of them sort of go in together. Same with some of the stuff with health, right? Having fun with that. I enjoy 
challenging my body. So, you know, you can think in terms of that as well to give a little bit more extra credit. You know, it's there's nothing wrong with like seeing it a little better than... Yeah, sorry. So some of them, it's really all of them. It's all connected because it's our life. So every part of this wheel is connected to another part of the wheel. And so that's the importance of the tool is that if you're completely out of whack and it's a blind spot, then it will affect the rest of your life. If you're ignoring your finances and you're, you know, up to your, I was going to say elbows in, in debt, I'm just, and you're just continuing to ignore it and keep spending, you probably have a blind spot there. You know, the, your unwillingness to actually look at it is a blind spot. And it's a place where it really gets you to be able to consciously say, okay, what can I do to make the difference? And Catherine gave you a great tool about five to thrive. Whitney's talked about different tools, about really the questions you ask yourself. And, you know, a tool that I love is the five things a day. I think you mentioned that, Catherine, is you know, when I was in my personal development courses with Jack was, you know, I listed five things a day that I wanted to do, which included meditation, which included sometimes taking a walk. You know, your self-care is just as important as your drive to produce. And it's probably more important because the drive alone is not going to help you. So we're on the downward slide here of the end of the, it goes by really quickly when we're so passionate about what we're talking about. So I'm just going to put it out to, you know, my soul sisters here of like, what's one thing that you're either willing to say here that you're willing to put a little more effort in or a little less effort in to help your wheel to become more consciously and connected to your values. That's easy for me. My physical environment. Yeah. Like I got like two more days of get collecting a bunch of stuff to then send out to the bank. And then I am dedicated, a hundred percent committed. Please hold me accountable that by the end of Memorial weekend coming up, you know, when we do our next show that my house is in much better order, please hold me to that next Monday, next show recording. Awesome. I love that. (laughs) It will probably always continue to be health. I am constantly in pursuit of bringing that up. It, it ebbs and flows. There are times when health and that's overall, not just physical, but emotional spiritual health. If I were to redo this will, I would probably have a piece on here that addresses spirituality. That's um, mm-hmm. something that's important to me. So I might have a nine nine slice pie that I would be using and add that in. But health is certainly a, a primary factor in my life and making better choices in that area. So I just want to say one last thing before you make us leave, Kathleen, because you're a stickler for time. I want you to take the time to really think about what a 10 would mean, right? And not just because it seems like, oh, that 10 is the highest and that's the best. 
But what does that mean? And what do you have to give in order to get that? So Kathleen mentioned, I mean, Catherine mentioned, you know, pursuit of a 10 probably wasn't in the cards for her. I don't really feel like it's in the cards for me because the, the way I see it, there's some trade-offs that I'm probably not willing to make to get that little extra, like if you see 10 is perfection. And I'm in any area because... That's just not where I am at the moment, but it's relative. And to just remember, Kathleen mentioned this earlier, grace and ease. Give yourself some grace. Don't be judgmental about this. Enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Be curious and be willing to stop and think about what it is you really want for your life overall and how this tool can help inform you to make moves in that direction. Oh, I love all of that, Whitney. And I agree with both you and Catherine. A 10 is not the goal for me because a 10 is always moving for me. You know, like the 10 is constantly moving, constantly growing, constantly going beyond what what my mind can imagine. It's the or betters that continues to grow. So as it yes. starts to come in my life, then so I would agree with both you and Catherine as far as a 10 goes. So our perspective as a 10, it's not about not being reachable. It's about knowing that we want to grow to be better, to be more, to not be more, to be to be more in alignment with our soul's purpose, with our heart's calling. So the 10 is always moving from the three of our perspective. And yet a 10 may not be moving for you. A 10 might be, okay, I want to hit a set goal in my finances and that's my 10. And when I hit that, I hit my 10. So you can be very linear about it as well. It's truly up to you on how you use this tool. And it's a tool. So I will say publicly that I am consciously going to step into the yeses around being invited out to enjoy what is being presented and to actually start to put myself out so where romance is a part of my life again. And that has been there. And now I feel like I'm consciously stepping into it again in my life that just Saturday night, I just went out on my eyes, had the the desire to go have a glass of wine and have a meal at a local wine bar or whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm just going to go and I'm going to have a glass of wine and I'm going to Say to the universe, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm going to be out there, not to be picked up by any means. If you're thinking that, forget it. That's not my intention. My intention is just to be out, to tell the universe I'm ready to start moving and having fun with other people. That's important right now because I really feel that COVID has created some habits for all of us that is about isolating ourselves, to become comfortable with being alone. Now, being alone and being comfortable on our own is really good, and it can also be very isolating. So it's time to start stepping out into the environment, starting to enjoy other people, and and just starting to shift out of your comfort zone again. 
And so with that, I want to just say thank you. Thank you, Catherine and Whitney. This has been a, just a delight of a conversation. I know all three of us could go on for hours about this wheel and how it affects our life and how we use it. And if you're interested, just definitely reach out to us on our Facebook page at Beyond Your Best Plan. Ask us questions, talk with us, engage with us. We want you to, we want to know that you're actually engaged and you're interested in this. So thank you for joining us. We look forward to connecting with you next week and have a wonderful week. Have a beautiful day. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.